0: Now what? Now what? Now what? Now what? What you gonna Now what?
1: you gonna Now what? Now what? Now what? Now what? Welcome back tomorrow. Nice to see you, Lane. That's the spray. I'm ha- spray today. Oh, you do? Yeah. It's rose water. Ooh. I seem to remember, mm-hmm. and tell me if I'm wrong, yeah. you using a spray very similar to that when I first saw that you were spraying. I'm like, what are you doing? Yes. Is that true? Yes.
0: Yes. 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 So good.
1: That's amazing. If you would like spray, you can head on over to our website, thenowwhatsociety.com. Spray. Yep. Yeah. Get your spray. We already have some listeners spraying. Yeah. I was just spraying. talking to our friend from Kim mm-hmm. Bellis from Zorber's the New Cool. And she's like, I love spraying. Everybody should do this. I'm like, right? Exactly. Everybody should spray. Yeah. Uh, my voice is still on the
0: fritz. It's a long go. I know. I can't stand it. Honestly, I can't stand it. <laughs> I don't sound like me. It drives me crazy. I'm like, who is that talking to right now? I apologize for this length of uh, weird voice, but we're here together. I'm hanging out with my friend Tamar Medford. And I'm hanging out with my friend Lane Kennedy. You're hanging out with us, and this is the Now What Society. This is the second uh, episode in our
1: series, Tamar. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm digging this series because... As somebody who lives in recovery, long-term recovery now, I, you know, got out of my toddler phase and now yep. into the adult phase last year. Yep. Uh, this is important, and I think this topic is even more important because mm-hmm. this is, I think, what's really kept me here was building that support system, like the importance of community in long-term sobriety. It's hard. Yeah, let's talk about that. <laughs> let's. Go.
0: Building a support system. The importance of community in long-term recovery. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. Mm -hmm. I could go all over the place with this, so you better just rein me in. (laughs) Because I think there's like, you know, we're on an adventure here. I think I look at recovery from alcoholism as an adventure. Mm -hmm. In early recovery, we're just kind of like flopping all around. We're just like, you know, tasting the waters and going into different Circles of people, and do I like this? Do I not like this? Mm-hmm. And, you know, we travel, we find a partner, we start to, you know, like date, we're, you know, we're just kind of all over the place. I mean, that was my experience. We were, I was just like all over the place. Yeah. And then when I was hitting my stride at like 10 is when I started to, I took dating a little more seriously, you know, started to fall in love. You know, Mm -hmm. Uh, but having said that, you know, you move in recovery. So friends and finding that support system, it kind of waxes and wanes, I think. Yes. And people change. Yes. Hello. I I don't even that like hard stop right there. People change in recovery Mm -hmm. the people that I got sober with I don't know if you have this experience but the people that I have got that I got sober with in Los Angeles I can call them and without missing a beat it's like nothing has passed like no time right Mm -hmm. I can go right back into sitting down um, grabbing you know a drink hugging it's all good after that initial group of people I have never found a crew that was like that. Mm-hmm. Have you?
1: I did actually this past year. Mm. I, you know, I, I I, met another mentor and she kind of welcomed me into her group and I come from 12 Step Recovery. Mm. And what they do is there's three women in this group that actually run book clubs um, and specifically study right they'll get a book um, they might study you know recovery literature all sorts of recovery and every single year they get a group of I would say 26 to 30 women this is how many people join their group every single year she had welcomed me into this and I actually have now become good friends with a lot of these women and a lot of them have 20 plus years As sober women under their belt Mm -hmm. so but this is the first because when I first got sober Mm
0: -hmm.
1: there's only three people that I'm aware of that are still alive today out of the 20 people I would say that kind of were in the little hub the little group we used to hang out with when I first got sober everybody else has passed they lost that battle
0: people drop like flies yeah It's so interesting to me, you know, we stay in recovery and our lives become big and we move. Mm -hmm. I mean, we, we just do, we just move. And when we move, we're faced with making new friends Mm -hmm. and finding new community. And that can be really challenging because, you know, you say you're five years sober and you're going into a new, a new arena, you're five, but nobody else is going to think anything of you. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, So, how do you get into that group how do you break through how do you become somebody how do you get known right it's like
1: really awkward very awkward yeah so how do we do it well i think and that five-year mark what i think of when i think five years is complacency oh jesus deadly that was around the time where you know you kind of you start to forget what it was like right you stop doing the things that you did when you first drinking and so I think then it was even more important for me to seek out women who not only had what I wanted mm-hmm. but also had what they wanted somebody said that once and that actually really that was like a wow an mm-hmm. eye-open moment because you know you have to be able to walk your talk mm-hmm. and so to watch women, continue to work on themselves that had longer term sobriety, I knew that if I was going to get that, yeah. I had to surround myself with women that were doing the same and I started looking right. Um, I started talking a little bit more openly on my podcast about mm-hmm. my sobriety mm-hmm. there for you and I met. Right. Um, I Because I'm part of 12 step recovery, I would be able to go to a meeting in a different town city wherever right. I'm traveling. So I feel very fortunate. Because the recovery community, you know, you can meet all these amazing people that understand what you're going through. Mm -hmm. But
0: I I think there's something you can meet them, but you can still be alone in that room. Totally. Because what I know is that people, um, you know, by nature, we're not happy-go-lucky welcoming unless we have been taught how to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So if you show up in a new city, like San Francisco is a very transient city. Mm-hmm. And so I showed up here and I was, what was I sober at that point? I think I was like 10, nine, seven. I can't remember. And people didn't like really didn't, you know, cause I wasn't new anymore. I didn't identify as somebody who was new mm-hmm. and it was challenging to kind of break through. And so what I did is I got involved. Mm. I got involved mm-hmm. I said let's create a dinner party you know I was the one that started having dinner parties and that was really a great uh, welcoming point because I was already awkward and so <laughs> people would just show up like who is this lady like what, what's the point of this you know like what what is her they wanted to know who I was and what I was doing yeah And it kind of opened this whole world for me, which was fantastic. Mm -hmm. And then I became known as like the cheerleader. But I had to take action on that,
1: Mm -hmm. right?
0: And it, you know, it lends to my personality, you know, but if you don't have that kind of personality, you might get lost. Mm -hmm. So it's really about finding a buddy and then having that buddy start making introductions. Yeah. And taking you around and doing fun things. And and I think that's okay too, right? Mm-hmm. Because in long-term recovery, it people drop out, like you said. Yeah. People drop like flies. I mean, there's like 10 of us that I know from my class mm-hmm. that I know that are still you know, and and a lot of them honestly have, uh, I don't know why I just said honestly, uh, <laughs> they have, you know, slipped, lost their time mm-hmm. and then come back.
1: Yeah. Which is brutal. Yeah. I have one, one of my buddies who's mm. still going strong. She stopped two weeks before I did. Mm. So we're, you know, we make sure we go up for a dessert every mm-hmm. year and celebrate that. Mm. But she is quieter so with meeting people I was always even though I can be an introvert as well as an extrovert for our dynamic she was the quiet one so I Mm -hmm. was the one that had to take the lead and I'm like nope Mm -hmm. we're gonna meet Mm -hmm. some people and and we did and for a while it was taking people out for dinner right it was starting that kind of community within the people we knew like making sure we made an effort to get together with people like you doing the dinner parties
0: yeah it was really hard it was really awkward uh and I just have to say I'm really grateful that I had a base of people that I could show up to every week once a Mm -hmm. week and just be there so people got used to me Mm -hmm. and then you know people would say hey what are you doing Mm-hmm. And, and it was just it was like a slow slow build uh, but I just kept going right I didn't want to slip away into the cracks yeah and I feel like there's a lot of people that slip out at 20 yeah 20 is danger zone 20 is I don't even know what happens it's like life becomes so big I mean there's different I could go back to like 15 right 15, there's a thing that happens. Then there's like a dry desert at 17. You know, like there's different points in this path that you, nobody talks about. Mm-hmm. Let's just put it that way. But having other people in your life to witness you grow and change is absolutely a must for long term recovery.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I know a lot of people are poo poo on 12 step. But I think that that's one of the greatest gifts, one of the greatest assets of 12-step is Mm -hmm. that there is a community. There's an automatic uh, camaraderie, uh, the jokes, you know, the stupidness, (laughs) the sassiness. Yeah. That's always there. Yeah, we get it. Yeah, we get it. A lot of people don't like 12 Step, though. That should
1: be a show right there. We should do an episode on that. We could definitely do an episode on that. Mm-hmm. But it's also, you know, I found myself a few years back actually reaching out to some of the women who had 30 years plus sobriety. You know, mm-hmm. they were a lot of the women, they were already retired mm-hmm. and, you know, um, getting together with them for coffee. And I built some really strong relationships with some of Wait, these women. That, it's so hard.
0: OK, tomorrow. Somebody Lane. with five years sober is not reaching out to somebody who's 30 years sober.
1: No. And I was, I would say seven to 10. That's what happened at that mark. Yeah. that, that It's just,
0: mm-mm, mm-mm. go for the low hanging fruit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> go, I, no,
0: seriously. I love hanging out with people with less time than me. Yeah. Right, because they're, they're kind of naive and <laughs> sassy and they're in it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's something I just want to share with our, you know, people who have longer time and who are trudging this road and perhaps they're a little isolated and lone, grab somebody with less time Mm -hmm. and say, hey, let's go roller skating. You know, they're usually like super, super vivacious. They -hmm. have a lot of energy. They want to explore and just go. I remember when I was uh, Adrian, see a lot of things go by Adrian's birth, right? Like his date. Uh, I want to say like seven years ago
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and yeah because he would be about six and I hung out with like somebody brand spanking new yeah brand spanking new can you believe that? Mm -hmm. I've done it. Super super cool woman yep and we became like freaking frack just hanging out going to coffee shops
1: taking walks taking the dogs you know just going but I've had You know, they long timers Mm -hmm. do the same thing for me when I was young. Yeah. And those women, though, were also the types of women that weren't. And it's good I was willing because Mm -hmm. I think some people aren't willing and they're like, well, you're not very nice. But -hmm. these women weren't afraid to hurt my feelings and not in a bad way, but in a very loving way because they knew it would save my life. But I had many of those women as well. Mm -hmm. And I think, like you said, this is kind of as people who have long-term you know sobriety or or, or alcohol free we can help that way right it mm-hmm. it, it reminds us of where a we don't want to be anymore I, mm. I say a lot of times is that what i was like
0: mm. i was like a wild banshee oh i know
1: jesus i was having a good time yeah i kept I getting know, told do you think that's a good idea tomorrow
0: I just, I think, you know, community is so it's such a key ingredient. It's not talked about as, as much as it used yeah. to be. Right. Uh, in 12 step, we used to talk a lot about fellowship, fellowship, fellowship. I feel like we've kind of branched away from that a little bit yeah. uh, with COVID and the isolation of people. Uh, but I really want to invite people to jump into the now what society it is a mm-hmm. community of sober women alcohol free, trying a different lifestyle, you know, yeah, and having open, honest conversations, which is so cool. Cause really that's what, that's, that's what I want. Me too. And I can feel the truth. You know, I can feel love. Mm -hmm. And when I'm around other jammy, jammy women like yourself, I'm like, life is good. I don't have any problems. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) Like my kids freaking out. Uh, I don't know what I'm doing like whatever like it all goes away
1: yeah yeah that's so, amazing
0: I'm all about building that support grab somebody grab a friend call a friend
1: call a friend for 500
0: that's right uh, and check out the
1: field trip we're having I'm so excited mm-hmm. what and are you gonna be speech. doing for that field trip I'm gonna be talking about purpose we're gonna do some vision mm. vision work Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I want everybody to come out of that going, okay, I see a a really cool future ahead of me. Okay, I like it. I'm the cheerleader, as you know, in the community. I love cheering people on, so I wanna help you see what you can't see. So come join us.
0: You can find that over on com forward (laughs) slash field trip. But I wanna hang out with you, my friend, in the community. It'd be awesome if you're one of our listeners in Costa Rica or Japan Uh, because we have a bunch, we have nine listeners now throughout the world. Uh, It'd be great to have you in the community with us
1: tomorrow. Anything else? No, I think that we can put a wrap on this one. Let's put big bow. All right. Thanks for hanging out. It's been fun. Bye everyone.